0: Cold open, wrestlers with experience, the podcast, <laughs> let me stop playing around and talking with a period behind every word. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dietrich Davis. I'm one half of the great illustrious tag team of myself, Dietrich Davis and Mark Morrell, who are the host and co host of this particular podcast called wrestlers with experience. We're officially at episode 123 and as things are going back to normal within the next couple of weeks, me and Mark will be back in the studio together recording these podcasts side by side. I got a belt should have won't come out. I don't know why it what's, was going on. Hold on. There you go. Excuse me. We will be recording these podcasts back side by side. I think we're going to try. We were trying to do seven episodes a week, four episodes a week. You guys seem to like when we give you four episodes a week or five episodes a week. So what we'll do is Mark will still individually cover everything New Japan, NWA, and international wrestling. I will still cover things within the States like AEW and WWE. Oh, NXT, of course, along with um a few indie things. Um, and then we'll come together once a week and bring you a podcast with both of our voices talking about everything. We don't like doing that remote shit. We like everything in house. It's just how we like to do it. Luckily, we both happen to have uh, uh, excellent equipment at both of our homes, where we was able to record individually. With that being said, you know how I do it. First, I like the rundown and think the listeners who listen to our podcasts. I wanna thank the people and individual platforms that they use, that they listen to our podcasts on, which is Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart Media, iHeart Radio, excuse me, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, these are Tuned In Podcast Attic, and if I'm correct, soon to be Pandora. But with that being said, oh, and This week, Mark, we may not get episodes from Mark this week because last week he had a death in the family, so I want to send my condolences to my tag team partner on this podcast, and I hope that he's doing everything well, I hope his family is doing well, and I hope they have a great and emotional recovery from the loss of his family, and when he's back, we will make sure we get everything rocking and rolling again as we always do. Moving forward. Uh, let's get on to the topic. I don't want to uh, waste too much time on this. I got to come up with a, uh, what do you call that? An intro song. Something that hits, something that's heavy. You know what I'm saying? Something that I cannot be sued over and shit like that. I don't like, the, like on my other podcasts, I do random music. Hey, shit, but this is a wrestling podcast. We like things that we're familiar with. So eventually me and Mark will figure out what will be the theme for this for this podcast and how we're going to make it work. But with that being said, you guys read the topic, Roman Reigns, the prodigal son has returned and correct. Has the prodigal son returned? Oh, ah. Oh. Roman, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are now side by side. Something that I thought of in theory and I brought up in the infancy of this podcast something that I did not think will happen with the combination of a possibility of something that can happen and will probably turn into wrestling greatness if done right. Pardon me as I take a sip of my drink. Roman Reigns officially becoming a heel. Is one of the best things that has happened to wrestling and for wrestling in the current generation. Roman Reigns, as we know, has been force fed upon us over and over and over and over again for us supporters and the fans of professional wrestling, especially within the WWE countless WrestleMania main events to get him over. This current year's WrestleMania was once again a WrestleMania for him to win to get him over. And we did not want it. Roman Reigns sat out this year's WrestleMania in a few months as he obviously trained and got bigger and better looking. And Roman Reigns has been one of those wrestlers that we've always believed should have been heel. Ever since the days that he was running around with the, oh, Jesus Christ, Echo, Bravo, Tango, you know those niggas. The shield that he was known to us, we thought of him as always a heel. Though he has the pretty boy look, he looks like a natural heel. He looks like the dude that we love to hate, and that's all we've ever wanted, was to love and hate Roman Reigns. Excuse me, second belch of the show. I, I can't help it, I'm not gonna cut the mic off, to not belch. Third one, I'm on a roll. But this is the Roman Reigns that we've always wanted. This is the Roman Reigns that we've always talked about. There was the only time that I felt Roman had ever got over was when Vince McMahon came down to the ring and uh, aided the winning of him becoming the WWE champion as he was still a face, a face. And for one week, we loved the fact that Roman was champion. And then by that next Monday, we were not happy that Roman was champion. We knew when he went up against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 that he should not win the World Heavyweight Championship. And smart, and rightfully so, the WWE swerved us and brought in the Kingslayer, the Monday Night Messiah. And Seth Rollins, eight, the Seth Rollins and the WWE, or the WWE, you Seth Rollins, and to take the pin and Roman Reigns to eat the pin to protect Brock Lesnar. And we knew that was a good move. We didn't argue with it as long as Roman did not become champion. Roman's rise to the top was not an, an organic rise. It was force fed because we were told and we figured out that he was the pet project. Of Vince McMahon. We understood that Vince has a thing for bigger guys. Pause. No homo. Vince has a thing for the six for the for the six foot two and beyond, the two hundred and eighty pounds and beyond. Oily hair or bald head, muscle machine wrestlers who can go. Most importantly, Vince McMahon likes knowing he has his guy making him his money. And we all knew Roman had that potential to be the it guy, but it had to be under terms and conditions. This was not a free loving world champion as we wanted him to be. Roman Reigns is not a Bray Wyatt where we loved him and we, he wanted him to be champion and we wanted him to be champion. Roman Reigns is 100% not a Daniel Bryan that we loved and wanted as champion. He is not a Steve Austin that we wanted chasing the world championship. And he's not a rock that we loved as champion. We knew the possession of the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship in Roman Reigns had to happen, but we had terms and conditions. And Roman had to change his whole look. He must have needed to. We knew he had to change his music. And we also knew that he needed to change, excuse me, needed to change his presentation. And what we got at the pay-per-view two and a half weeks ago was exactly that. We didn't get a music change. I think we can wait on that one. We don't know what his in-ring gear is going to be, but we do know he transitioned as the villain the moment him and Paul Heyman officially came out to the ring and he signed this contract midway through the match. And they made sure they didn't give him an easy pin that he used a steel weapon. He used a weapons and came out when both competitors were at their weakest point in the match. I guarantee you, Paul Heyman book the ending. No questions asked. And it seems like, what we, from what we understand, is that Paul Heyman will be involved in everything Roman Reigns as the booking or storyline, because there's, there's no such thing as a booker in WWE, as the creative lead creative on Roman Reigns and the world title separately. Which I believe is a smart thing. I believe you don't need a writing team that writes everything. I believe we need individual people who are in charge of said belt and treats each belt like a your world heavyweight championship. And write storylines for that belt. And I think that theory, which I've said, and I think most people probably have hinted to, is now becoming a reality. We don't need Paul Heyman writing all of Raw. We need Paul Heyman just writing the world title picture now for the last few minutes I've went on about Roman Reigns but the architect the masterpiece of this whole thing is truly Paul Heyman Paul Heyman is a very intelligent man in this business He understands the business of professional wrestling and he is always going to be light years ahead of people when it comes to understanding what talent can and what talents cannot do. As we saw over recently my, when Paul Heyman was booking Raw, he was using talent that he knew uh, he understood their strengths and weaknesses and he was getting people over. But you can tell that Vince McMahon made sure to keep his imprint on him. This is the man who was beating Vince, using SmackDown to beat Vince all those many years ago. Paul Heyman understands talent and he understands how to use them. Even when it was Paul, when it was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns going into WrestleMania 31, Paul Heyman was cutting promos in the name of Brock Lesnar. But he was also cutting promos in the name of Roman Reigns and he protected and built Roman Reigns in those WrestleMania 31 promos. Let me take a sip of my drink. Go back and watch those promos. Paul Heyman made Roman look good. I always felt that if you gave Paul Heyman a black wrestler, that he can use racism in every promo and get us to get behind that black wrestler with the understanding and the correct booking of racism. He made the Samoan dynasty and the WWE's relationship to it so great that we had to respect Roman Reigns. That was Paul Heyman who pulled that off. But even greater, Paul Heyman has single-handedly, respectfully, single-handedly booked, not booked, but controlled the promo and the emotional experience we had with it of WrestleMania 31. This is all a fact. Believe that. (laughs) The Roman Reign line. So now, fast forward 2020. The world is at a standstill. We now have WWE Thunderdome, which I was pitching to all of the companies. But fuck it. It is what it is. Maybe I'll get a lawyer, maybe I won't. But when you sit back and you look at it, Paul Heyman, when he came, when he was side by side with him, we was like, what's this? A lot of people thought we was gonna get the WrestleMania 17 swear, seventeen a, a, a approach to this, where Austin and McMahon become side by side, but instead, Austin turns on McMahon and we never get Hill Austin. And Hill Austin was great, whether people respect it or not. But we know for this to work, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns must run side by side for the next few years. And let me paint the picture for you what this looks like. If Brock Lesnar re-signs a new deal with WWE, which he will, it'll probably be the last big deal of McMahon's before he dies or leaves the company. And Paul Heyman has Brock Lesnar as the WWE world champion and Roman Reigns as the WWE universal champion then we will see the most powerful two-man power trip since Austin and Triple H. I called this last year or earlier this year when I said put two world champions together under Paul Heyman. Did I not say this to you guys? Not only did I say this to you guys, I said you put the world championship on Brock Lesnar and the universal championship on Paul Heyman. I mean, excuse me, in the Universal Championship on, um, what's that young man? The black guy. <laughs> He's in, uh, Jesus Christ. I can't remember his name right now. That's so fucked up of me that I'm actually, yo, I just mentally brain farted. It made, my, it made me look weak just now. Bobby Lashley. And you put Bobby Lashley with the Universal Championship. And, Paul and 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 Brock Lesnar with the world championship and you let them go all the way to WrestleMania instead of letting WrestleMania be about the world titles, you put those tag team championships on them. But now look at this. What I said ended up being working with the ladies, except they botched it and didn't let it ride to WrestleMania as it should have. But imagine Roman Reigns as I as the universal champion instead of Bobby Lashley, And now Brock Lesnar as the WWE Champion, side by fucking side, taking on Drew McIntyre, and then maybe a Jinder Mahal, and make Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre the WWE Tag Team Champions and the WWE, the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions and the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which I think they should turn the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships into the Universal Tag Team Championships. And let those guys run. And at WrestleMania, you treat it like the old WrestleMania one since we're in a new world of professional wrestling. And you have it just be for the tag titles. Now imagine the WWE Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the waist of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar coming out of WrestleMania with all of the fucking gold and Paul Heyman managing the most powerful tag team in the history of world wrestling entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves something bigger than the two-man power trip. Just think about the way he cuts promos with Brock Lesnar. See, he's the advocate of Brock Lesnar. He stands by Brock Lesnar's side and he talks that shit. But then Paul Heyman does something that's slightly different when he cuts the promo for Roman Reigns. He stands completely behind him, looking over his shoulder, saying that he is the counsel. That is crazy. Paul Heyman watch a lot of Star Wars or he does a lot of reading of something. When he cuts the promo for Roman Reigns, you, do you notice that he's standing behind him, looking over his shoulder, making sure you know nothing is greater than Roman as world champion with the universal championship. And when Brock Lesnar, he stands beside Brock when he cuts his promo, making us realize there's nothing more dominating than what he is displaying. One is a display of raw power, diligence, and a wrecking machine, and one is a respect to a uh, to the Samoan high chief. This is genius booking, with Paul Heyman's handwriting all over it. And I think they need to go into WrestleMania, making they, they need to do what they can to secure Brock Lesnar. Because with the securing of Brock Lesnar and a new contract, and Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship again, yes, and those two coming down to the ring with those world titles, and you put the and, and you use Drew and you held up Gender and you make sure Drew and Gender become WWE SmackDown and Raw Tag Team Champions, and you protect Gender because he because he has a habit of being injury prone. You send them into WrestleMania, you can go into WrestleMania 37 with the greatest tag team match in history since the ideas and the showings of Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Roddy Piper. I forgot who was that other person. Jesus Christ, I suck right now. I'm recording this at 3 o'clock in the morning. Don't mind my bullshit. But the point is, WrestleMania 1 status type main event. The world, it should not be about the world titles. And I'm going to send this to a few people. Present this to the McMahon. This is how you book next year's WrestleMania. This is how you get over. And you do not put the world titles on the line. If it's going to be a two-night div- event, then make sure it is Gender Mohor and Drew McIntyre versus, as the as both champions. It changed those titles to the WWE SmackDown Universal Championships. So when you start moving belts and this that and around, you don't have to change the title Raw and SmackDown Tag Champions. You're just saying Universal Tag Champions and World Ta- and, and WWE Tag Champions. That's it. Create the biggest tag team main event since WrestleMania one. We now have it and gender being a former WWE champion, which I did like. We got to sit back and say, hold on, hold on. How do we do this? How do how do we how do how do we get these belts over? Cause right now the belts are all over the place like bird shit. It's literally all over the place like bird shit. And let's put Roddy Pi let's let's put the Roddy Pipe by Mr. Wonderful Effect and the cowboy bob or in effect let's put that on brock and 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 roman and let's put that hogan and mr t effect on jinder and motherfucking drew mcintyre and if you want to and if you really want to make it run it down the middle go dust off their old friend from 3MB and make him the special guest referee of that wrestlemania hold on for a second Let him be the management. Let him hold the belts. Give him a manager, a manager style position. Not a promo style manager, but a Jimmy snooker style manager. And just let them be in the ring and let him be a part of that main event and get them the fuck over. And if it's a two night event, then that's your Sunday night main event. I've said this on another podcast. But it's funny, my prediction engine or the ears of the people that be, whoever are listening, all I want is a booking check next time. But there's this, Roman Reigns, as the WWE Universal Champion, as the motherfucking man, with Paul Heyman by by his side, is the most undefeatable product they got right now. WWE needs Brock Lesnar back. WWE needs Jinder Mahal healthy and they need to take those tag team titles and not just use them as a prop, but use them as a element to create one of the greatest WrestleMania main events in history and let Saturday night belong to the ladies and let Sunday night belong to the men. And people can stop complaining all oh, the belts are not defended tag team belts are never defended. Great. Let drew and motherfucking Jinder come together and defend both shows belts at WrestleMania 37 I'm not gonna beat you guys over the head too much more But Roman and Paul are best for business right now The perfect main event of WrestleMania is brewing I'm telling you, it is brewing, and it's almost ready. I say protect, keep Jinder off the show into February until the Royal Rumble. Let him and Drew win all of the gold when it comes to tag teams, and make that shit work, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dietrich Davis. I'm one half of this podcast tag team. And I wanna thank you for listening to me. I'll try not to be long-winded with it, but I think what we're seeing right now on WWE TV, if it's just one thing, is one great thing. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns is a good thing. And please let Brock Lesnar sign the deal. Give him whatever he needs, whatever he wants. You're a billion dollar corporation. This is about protecting and building the new main event of WrestleMania, which I doubt they have an idea of. And if it was me, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I've booked the main event. I will ha- I will always have the main event of WrestleMania looked at or considered on paper. Always two months after this, after the last WrestleMania. With that being said. with That being said. I thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys. Oh, let me say this last. And if you do it exactly the way I said it, you can go all the way into next year's SummerSlam and have the, at least a main event of SummerSlam protected and an idea of the Survivor Series. It's just about keeping on the talent happy. Um, I'm healthy. With that being said, I thank you guys for listening to this podcast so on the Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In and Podcast Addict. My name is Dietrich Davis. You are greatly appreciated. And I'll catch you later on the week with more episodes and more content for Wrestlers with Experience.